Peak Performance knows that according to studies, nearly 30 million men suffer from ED and won't do anything about it. Maybe they're afraid the solution will be painful. Maybe they don't react well to medication. Maybe they're afraid it won't work. Don't be part of that 30 million. Call 1-800-210-8181. That's 1-800-210-8181. Or visit peakperformanceformen.com. Peak Performance. Man at his peak. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Jack Rourke. He is known as The Rational Psychic. He's also written a book called The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. Now, interest in the paranormal and psychic phenomena has never been greater, which also means that there is a lot more confusion than ever about which claims are bogus and which are authentic. That's why Jack Rourke's perspective is so valuable. As both a practicing psychic and an experienced parapsychological researcher, Jack is uniquely qualified to provide an inside-out, shockingly candid, and thorough explanation of what psychic perception really is and what it isn't. Now, in The Rational Psychic, he offers detailed, thoughtful, and sometimes surprising examination of ex- you know, seemingly supernatural and psychic events. Joining me now is Jack Rourke. And Jack, welcome to the X-Zone. Rob, thank you so much for having me. I've, I've been uh, looking forward to meeting you for some time. Well, thank you, Jack. Tell me, uh, what is a rational psychic? 
Well, you know, that's, I'm glad you started with that question because it's really important for people to understand that when I say rational psychic, I'm not necessarily um, talking about myself. Mm -hmm. From the outset, I've never been interested in writing a book about myself. In fact, the book starts off kind of explaining that. Uh, we actually did an 11th hour rewrite right before the book went to press. And so what I, what I like to tell people straight out of the gate is a rational psychic is anyone grounded in fact, mm -hmm. who w works with integrity, who's motivated by the desire to selflessly serve others with love. And that's really what it means to be a rational psychic, to be grounded in fact and to serve others with integrity and love. And so the, the subtitle, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception, is also equally important to understand, mm -hmm. because you know yourself, I'm sure you've had many, many interesting guests on your show over the, the long run of it, and a lot of them may have been claimed to be skeptics. Yes. And in the media, we, we're used to seeing skeptics portrayed as people who you know, wouldn't believe in a UFO if it landed on top of their house, or wouldn't believe <laughs> in extrasensory perception if you know, even confronted by the most convincing statistics and data. Exactly. And so, right, and so, you know, really these people are cynics. They're not skeptics, because the definition of a skeptic, skeptic is someone who investigates, inquires, and, and follows through and examines that which is assumed to be true in an open, open and honest way. And so what I'm challenging readers to do with the rational psychic is to is to come from a place of integrity, to open their minds, and to look for ways to, to examine this really controversial subject in a really open and honest way. So at the end of the day, we can better act with integrity toward ourselves, love ourselves, and in the case of people who are actually practicing psychics, to serve in a more open and real way. All right, Jack, you and I have to take our first break. It's two minutes, and we'll be right back. Thanks very much for joining us. This must be a very busy time of the year for you. Actually, it is. <laughs> okay. Exonation, my very special guest this hour is Jack Rourke. He's the author of The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. Now, here's the website, www.jackrourke.net. And that's www.jackrourke.net. And uh, Jack and I will be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break here in the X-Zone. Don't forget the X-Chronicles newspaper comes out this coming Wednesday. And uh, it's filled with Halloween uh, memorabilia. It's filled with Halloween history. But there's also some very interesting stories that are going to shake you to your very boots. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Jack Rourke and I will return on the other side of this two-minute commercial break as we continue from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. At Kroger, we believe it takes the right team to bring you the freshest produce. That's why we partner with farmers who grow only the best. And that level of teamwork means better, fresher options time and time again. Working with farmers is what it takes to be fresh for everyone. Kroger, fresh for everyone. It's the big $10 sale. So mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
sailed around old Cape Horn, ships of the land, ships of the morn. Some who wish they'd never been born, they are the ghosts of Cape Horn. All around the riddle rum with a rim dim diddy and a rum dum Sailing away at the break of dawn, they are the ghosts of Cape Horn. And speaking about ghosts, my very special guest this hour is Jack Rourke. He is the Rational Psychic. He's written a book entitled The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. His website is www.jackrourke.net. Jack, how did you get involved in the work that you do as a rational psychic as well as a parapsychological investigator? Well, uh, that's an interesting question, uh, maybe to some people, but some people <laughs> might find it really kind of uh, boring, but I sort of fell into it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, you know, like many people in my position, I had a lot of unique and strange experiences growing up. Um, and with me, you know, what was, you know, when I got to that age, I didn't believe in psychics, I didn't believe in any of this, mm-hmm. and it just seemed, the, all I knew about, you know, sort of psychics was, the sort of, you know, gypsy psychic or sideshow sure. type psychic where you, you find in, you know, any, you know, seaside or, or what have you, or some street corner, you know. And um, and so I didn't I didn't believe in it, and yet, you know, I, I continuously had all these really, really strange confrontations and experiences, and I, I list some of them, some of my early experiences in the book um, in, in, in some detail, because I want readers to understand that the journey that the, the character goes through, as I, I speak about myself as a character in this book, because I, I wanted to make sure there was a real arc that folks could follow and see where I came from and where, where I ended up as far as on the last page of the book. And so it reads in, in somewhat of kind of a story, but in this book is packed full of really interesting facts uh, and experiences. But, you know, I noticed that I was having a lot of these kind of strange experiences and picking up information from people without even consciously realizing it. And so then acting or speaking on this information would, would be problematic. Like, for instance, if you and I were at a, you know, let's say we're at a cocktail party or something, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you, and I don't know if you have a partner or a wife, but let's say you're standing there with her, and, and uh, there maybe there's, I'm with my partner, and, and we're standing around, and we're chit-chatting, and, you know, you, you are just making polite conversation, and, and then, you know, maybe you and your wife, you know, had a disagreement earlier in the day or something, or there was something going on with her, and then because of the emotional, um, that, that emotional weight of that, that conversation or that mm-hmm. conflict you guys have had, I'm thinking about a specific incident from my past, you know, that would be heavy in your aura, as, it were, as you would say. And, uh, and I would literally receive that information as if you spoke that out loud. And then I would respond to it, and then it would leave you going, what the heck is this guy talking about? And your wife might look at you like, how dare you tell a stranger? Right. You know, and then, then problems ensues, you know, for you and for me. Um, and so these types of things happen to me again and again and again. Like, and then it, I, I talk about a specific incident in my book in the very beginning because I, I, it was important for people to understand that people, we are extrasensory beings, and when, when this type of thing occurs we're not aware that it's happening. And when it, you become aware that you're receiving information in an other than normal, quote, normal way, mm-hmm. it can really shatter your, your definition of yourself and reality as you know it. And so, you know, in, in laying out the rational psychic, the first half of the book, or the first third, I should say, is really designed 
to help you understand and see, um, an, uh, understand the character of Jack or who I am, where I came from, and then and how and why the noise of our brain can can a give us information or make us feel or sense things that maybe aren't necessarily actually psychic, uh, but nevertheless experientially very real. The whole book as itself is designed to help you identify the psychic signal from the background noise created by your brain. Wow. Um, and this is really, really, it's really essential. Anyone who's interested in psychic phenomena needs to read this and understand how to distinguish that true psychic signal from, this, from the noise that we use to make metaphors and mytholo- different mythological beings and creatures to, to, um, uh, to satiate our, our quest for, for knowledge. Um, so uh, this, is, this is something that I, I found really, really important in my life. So, so uh, tell, me, tell me, Jack, is yeah. the paranormal real? Are there ghosts? Are there demons? Mm-hmm. Are, you know, where do we draw the line between sensationalism and reality? Wow, that's a really, really important question. And I think, you know, people, what, what's important to understand here is that the rational psychic it looks at this subject through the lens of extrasensory perception. Mm-hmm. We're only talking, I'm really only talking, and I'll answer your question, but I'm really only talking about um, the, the aspect of perceiving information so that we can raise the bar and get really specific and clear and understand ourselves better and ultimately serve other people better. And if you're not a psychic, it's really about understanding how our mind works in a paranormal way uh, and why psychic phenomena is absolutely real and where it comes from and, and how maybe to identify and relate to people who, your own psychic experiences and help, under, help you understand people who do identify as psychic. So, but to get to your question, you know, what's real, quote, quote per se, mm-hmm. and what's not real, per se, is one thing I always like to tell people is what you experience is real. And, and when I say that, it's because what is, what is real is in large part defined on your emotional response to a stimuli. That's what makes the experience real to you. And, and believing in that, the effects of that uh, on your nervous system, on your mind, on your belief systems, are what, are what make things real. The question of whether, you know, I say in my, as far as ghosts, what I say in, the, in my book about ghosts is the term ghost, by and large, uh, looking at it through the lens of, of perception, is an umbrella term of a confluence or, uh, of things that are perceptually similar. Uh, meaning, now, do I believe that, that ghosts exist as mm-hmm. a separate, standalone thing. Yeah. I think I think that there are instances where that's what the evidence really, really supports. But in looking at it in in looking at as far as uh, as far as perception, the perception of that information, we're not separate from our environment. And so the ability to perceive that um, I'm exploring how and why we can we can we can perceive this information. Now I do tell a story in the book that was, that to me was really, really fascinating. Um, I tell a story about a time when I was leading, I was co-leading a, a ghost tour on a really fa- at, a, at a really famous uh, location. 
And my colleague, uh, she was speaking to the group at the time, and we we, we were dating, and and so I I had a, I'm a very protective person, so I I always used to, I felt like as a man, you know, I felt responsible yeah. to, to protect her, you know, and so she was talking to this group of about forty people, and I was standing uh, along this this walkway uh, that was just on the other side of that railing was a large area where no one was supposed to be walking. And I noticed in my peripheral vision there was a man walking toward us, and he was going to be passing through a doorway that would that he would he would interrupt the entire group, you know. And feeling protective, I turned to, was to say, "Hey, you know, you're not supposed you can't walk through here. And once more, you're not you're not supposed to be walking where you're walking." Mm-hmm. And so as I turned to confront the man as he, he stepped through the doorway into where we were, he vanished. Poof. And I and I I literally like. You know, it's like one of those cartoon characters, like swings his jaw back and forth, like yeah, 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 like what just happened? Yeah, you know, and uh, and then right when I was, my brain was kind of offline, and I'm sort of thinking, did I, didn't I just see that? Did I? Maybe I didn't see that. A, secu- a security guard walked, like t- not even two seconds later, stepped in, stepped th- through that same door, stopped dead in his tracks, made, had the same experience I did, like what the hell? And he looked at me and he said, "Where'd the guy go?" And so here we saw him at different times, at different locations, from different angles. He was following him. I saw him. He walked in. He looked at me and said, where did the guy go? And I said, mm-hmm. you tell me. So there was something that we both saw and that we both reacted to. Now, you know, we could talk all day about perceptually why we both were able to see this, this, this thing. Me being protective of my girlfriend, I had a need relevance to perceive this information that maybe otherwise would have been, remained completely unconscious. And similarly, the security guard, it was his job, his livelihood, feeding his children, depended on him keeping people out of certain areas. So he had a need relevance to protect this certain area. And yet this thing, whatever it was, it vanished, and we both saw it independently. So it's really interesting. Um, you know, but there again... Does this information exist separate from who we are? You know, I think some of the more compelling things is when, you know, perhaps maybe some, someone does, you know, catch something on, on a video surveillance or something like that, because then we're, we're once removed from it. You know, and obviously a camera isn't, isn't an intelligent, you know, being that is processing and accessing information. It's just, you know, it's just picking, recording whatever it sees, you know. Yes. Um, you know, you know, on the subject of, of, you know, of demons and things like that, I mean, there's just a lot of hysteria surrounding that subject. Um, and I talk about, you know, I talk about in the book uh, at length, actually, about a case where I worked on a man or with a man who believed he was possessed by several uh, demons. Well, before we get to, um, before we get to that, I'd just like to stick to ghosts for a second because there, there's sure. an interesting story that I'd like to to talk about when we come back from the news break that's coming up in about uh, oh less than a minute from now. You know, in your book, The Rational Psychic, you've explored the subject of spectrophilia, the paranormal belief of having sex with ghosts. So let's talk about this when we come back from this uh, commercial break with the news. Jack Rourke's our very special guest this hour, XO Nation. He's the author of The Rational Psychic. No, that's right. You got your pencils and paper ready? Because here we go. The Rational Psychic, a skeptic's guide to extraordinary perception. Now, his website is www.jackrourke.net. That's www.jackrourke.net. 
jackrowrourke.net. And I'll spell that for you. J-A-C-K-R-O-U-R-K-E dot net. Talking to Jack Rourke this hour, the Rational Psychic. And uh, Jack and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as the Exxon continues. We're right here on the Talkstar Radio Network, Exxon Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, Star Cable Affiliates Worldwide, just like KKRP in Oklahoma and KOHI in Oregon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show, live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network. X-Zone Broadcast Network, UK High Definition Radio, Euro High Definition Radio, and Star Cable. Our toll-free telephone number worldwide is 1-800-610-7035. Our email address, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, xzoneradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www. .exoneradiotv.com to the Exxon, everyone. Uh, we're talking to Jack Rourke this hour. He is uh, an author who's got a brand new book out, and uh, Christmas is right around the corner, Exxon Nation, so if you have any friends, relatives, or or if you'd like to give somebody that you've just made the acquaintance to who's into psychic phenomenon, this would be an ideal Christmas gift. It's entitled The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception, and Jack's website is www.jackrourke.com. Dot net. Now, Jack, you've got to tell me about spectrophilia. Do people actually have sex with ghosts? Well, you know, <laughs> a lot of uh, this is a. I like to tell people this is a really among uncommon phenomenon. Mm-hmm. This is extremely common. You know, for some reason, it seems that you know that many many. Um, seemingly paranormally afflicted people who come to me have this complaint. 
and it takes you know it takes a lot of patience uh, a lot of compassion to listen and to and to and to deal with people who are having these experiences without without mm-hmm. really sort of judging whether or not they're actually actually having sex and the reason being is is i want to attune myself to um where where they are what their needs are without getting caught in sort of the mythology of, of what what they believe is going on and you know at the end of the day i the way that the, the successes that i've experienced in working with people has really uh, resulted from helping people understand the nature of their emotional needs, uh, sometimes how the environment influences their biology. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, resolution always comes by rediscovering or reconnecting with one's personal power. And what I've found is that by indulging too much in belief systems or those things we can't readily prove, what we're doing is we're undermining the person's ability to to rediscover their own truth about who they are um and and that because that really is the key is instead of like looking outside of ourselves for ways to control a you know a a a a monster or something that exists separate from us Mm -hmm. if we can wrestle and come to terms with the monsters within us somehow our experiences shift dramatically. So help me understand how people can actually believe that they're having sex with a ghost. I, I don't mm. understand that. Well, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that question and then I'll, then I'll un, undo that answer okay. and by, by telling you a really incredible story. Um, it, it's what, I, what I've come to understand is that how we access ourselves um, a, a a sort of the spiritual nature of ourselves that that non dual that that non dualistic aspect of our consciousness mm-hmm. that part of our consciousness that is that exists sort of beyond space and time not in sort of a non local universe um, there's there's one way that we can we can readily access that spiritual dimension with all of us and that's through orgasm if you think about it in the height of passion with your wife or a partner. And that moment of transcendence that occurs, uh, we're actually, the ex- when we, we are in union with our partner, mm-hmm. we, are, we are thrust into realization of, of an aspect of ourselves that is much broader. Literally, the, the boundaries of how we define ourselves, they, they, they go away. And, and there's a bliss that occurs, and that I believe that 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 magic that happens at that moment really is gives us a a, a sample of what it is to be free of this of this physical shell and our brain's identity of who we are. And I say this only because in I've had frequent out of body experiences in my life, and I talk about early on in my teenage years when I actually witnessed, I had an empathetic near-death experience that I share with my twin sister the moment she died. I, I was lifted from my body from a being that told me my sister had died and then brought me to her and showed me her. And Now, my sister was in a wheelchair her entire life. She never walked. And I saw my sister whole and, and beautiful before, as she crossed over, and it was a beautiful, magical experience. But that sensation of being outside the body is, is one that what only comes near to that it is the sexual experience, and so what I what I'm what I've kind of come to understand 
is that our whole identity is, is at the root of our identity really is our sexuality. And I feel like when people become, um, when people feel uh, attacked or insecure in the deepest, the deepest recesses of their being, it tends to, that their, their awareness tends to be centered on or focused around their, their sensuality, their sexuality, and those energy centers, um, you know, in the lower end of the chakra system. And so it seems to me that, you know, when we, when we kind of, if we look at these sensations and these, these experiences, perceptually, perceptual experiences as metaphors mm-hmm. of feeling, you know, we, don't, we are not owning our own power, we're not feeling uh, appreciated, we feel violated, all these things that, that we then kind of conceptualize as a spiritual rape or an attack, or, or even if we're looking for love, you know, there's, there's a way that we kind of we nurture and give to ourselves by inviting these experiences to our conscious awareness through the energy centers, you know, below the belt. So, um, so basically, it, are, 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 do people look to the paranormal for expressing psychological effects that they can't explain any other way? It, it can't. It can't be. It can't be me. It's got to be something from the paranormal. Is is this the general consensus? That is not a general consensus, but let's. It would be. It would be. It is a consensus among academicians. Right. But. You think about it, you know, religion, paranormal, spirituality, all these things, you know, in the search for God or a search for a greater understanding of who we are as spiritual beings, mm-hmm. we deal in concepts. You know, in, you know, in really, in many religious traditions, uh, there is no word per se for God, because that would mean, uh, that, that would limit God or the spiritual to being a concept that we can, we can actually analyze and hold as a complete thought. And that, that's just simply not possible. You know, so we have to understand no matter how we define our, our quote, spiritual experiences, we're only doing so in a way that, that we can wrap our brains, wrap our minds around it. And these types of things are, are much, much broader in their, in their scope than, than we can possibly imagine as far as, you know, so religion, paranormal, um, you know, some aspects of psychology perhaps, the spiritual aspects of psychology, we're, we're, we're doing the best we can with language, the concepts of language, to encapsulate ideas to describe mm-hmm. the experiences we're having. So we can't say that, you know, that all, we can't, we can't deal in absolutes, that all experiences are just, you know, projections that we, that we use a paranormal vocabulary uh, to define, you know, but certainly we can have paranormal experiences um, or project emotional issues uh, that can manifest in our experience in paranormal ways. So, help me understand here: is the paranormal real, or is it manifested by a person's psyche? Okay, real being something that's independent and separate from us, correct? Yes. Okay, here this is the important thing to understand: is that when you step away from belief system mm-hmm. and in the rational psychic i don't use any spiritual metaphors and i and i and i i just try to look for look for facts you know um, real what is real is the experience this is real now if i could open my door to my house right now and 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 say okay you demon you you angel you ghost you co- you come in and sit down and let's have coffee you know 
do these things exist as solid, separate beings, mm-hmm. separate from who we are? Um, perhaps, perhaps they do. But by labeling them angel, demon, this and that, these are just concepts. And so we really can't, by, we can't, ultimately, we can't, you know, we can't say, you angel, you demon, you ghost, you know, these, these, the experience of these things may indicate that there's, there is something real out there that arguably is separate from us, but the truth of the matter is, is that we live, we live in a sea of consciousness where ultimately we are all one. We, we are all come from one source. So at the deepest level of our being, we are all interdepend, interdependent. And it's how we, we choose to experience these phenomena. Really, what we're doing is experiencing another aspect of ourselves as we, as we move down a path of healing and self-growth and self-awareness. Even if, Rob, if you and I met in, in a supermarket, mm-hmm. and, I, and I looked at you and said, I don't like that guy's sneakers. And you looked at me and said, that guy has funny hair. And we didn't like each other. You know, how we experience each other if I look at your funny sneakers and say he must be a clown, yeah. and yeah. you know, and you look at my hair and go that guy must be an idiot, you know, what we're doing is we're 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 based on how we're experiencing one another. We're then creating a concept around which we we validate our, our ideas about who we think that person is. You follow me? So what we're really in dealing with with extrasensory perception. What we really want to do is we want to liberate ourselves from these kind of these limiting concepts so we can access information, go beyond our belief systems into a spiritual reality of, that's non-local, that is non-dual, that is free of concepts, so we can access information that is objectively verifiable so that we can best serve those that come to us. Now, early in the book, I, I look at perception in two ways. One is paranormal perception, mm-hmm. which are, is, is made up of these, these metaphors, concepts, and you know, religious icons that can't always be independently verified. And then I talk about psychic perception, which is those things that can be that information that we perceive without using our five physical senses that can be objectively verified. This is where I'm talking about, as far as the rational psychic, um, dealing with facts grounded in truth, you know, with a selfless, you know, working with integrity and a selfless you know, desire to serve others. It's because we want to raise the bar and we want to step beyond these concepts and access information that is relevant to those who come to serve us and that can be objectively verified. You know, if, if we only deal in sort of quasi-religious terms, you know, they're, they're only real to me if my belief system ascribes to that. But if I can access information that says, this morning you woke up, you had a pill sitting next to your, to your, to your bed, mm-hmm. before you got out of bed, you drank the, the, ate the pill and drank the water glass that you set next to your bed before you got in bed, you know, when you got into bed the night before, and this is a ritual you do every day, and maybe that's true, and you say, oh my God, how does this guy know that? That's me accessing information that, that can be readily you know, verified. If I say to you, you know, there's, you know, there's an angel that stands next to your bed and watches over you night at night, that makes you feel good, but that's not readily objectively ver- verifiable. 
And so what we're wanting to do here is to, like I said, is to raise the bar, to, to go beyond form and concept into a dimension where we can grasp real information that can be objectively verified. And that's so, really so basically, what, basically what, you, what you're saying is that we're all hot-wired together at some point in our, in our psyche. Yes, that's, that's exactly true. Because what I talk about later on in the second half of the rational psychic mm-hmm. is exactly why people who, who wield credible extensory perception are able to perceive information. At the moment of the Big, big Bang, everything was, at, was one. And it, as, we, as it explodes outward, you know, we're still connected. There's a quantum interconnectedness. And if you think about it, you know, if... if if the creative force that gave birth to this universe is a universal consciousness, call that God if you want, or whatever term that feels good to you, there's, there's, an, there's, an, there's an awareness, a self-awareness that animates your being, beats your heart, and, and beats mine as well. And it's the same, it's the same consciousness uh, manifesting in a different way so we can know ourselves, so we can grow. We, we like to think that we're all individuals, but we're not. We're one beautiful big expression of, of a divine consciousness that is evolving and coming to know itself mm-hmm. through a myriad of different experiences. You know, I talk about what's called the holographic universe, or the hol- or holographic brain theory, the holographic universe theory, and what that says is that Information is distributed evenly throughout the cosmos, meaning if you, if you take a hologram and it's a three-dimensional image made of light and you tear it in half, you have two complete holes. Unlike a photograph where if you tear it in half, you have one half and the second half. What's interesting about the holographic brain theory and, and holographic reality theory, it is a model that's, that kind of answers the questions to almost all, or I say, dare I say, all paranormal experiences. Jack, I'm going to have to. I'm going to ask you to have, hold on here. I've got to take my final break for this hour. Exonation. Sure. Jack Rourke is our special guest. He's got a brand new book out, "The Rational Psychic: A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception." www.jackrourke.net. Stand by. We'll be back on the other side of this short break. Let me know that you need me. A- By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new LG laundry pair with Turbo Wash 3D that provides a powerful yet gentle clean in just 29 minutes, making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Save up to $700 on LG laundry with your choice of top load or front load LG high capacity laundry pairs at The Home Depot. Valid April 21st to May 11th, US only gas dryer extra, wash by bus, see store for details. Exonation, uh, Jack Rorker is our guest. He's got a new book out. It's entitled The Rational Psychic, 
A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception, www.jackrourke.net uh, is his website. That's www.jackrourke.net. Jack, uh, before we uh, went to the commercial break, you, you, you were explaining something, and I'm sorry I had to cut you off. So if we could just finish that thought. Oh, no problem. I was talking about holographic yes. brain theory, holographic reality theory. And basically what we're saying is is that is that information is distributed evenly throughout the universe and that because the nature of reality is is what the, the research is indicating is holographic um, and that we are just tools that, that the energy of the universe kind of flows through and then we are we are almost we animate it with our awareness hmm. um, and so what happens is we live in this holographic reality uh, and hologram is something that if you could tear in half tear into quarters and eighths and sixteenths and go on and on and on, tearing it in infinitely smaller pieces, what happens is, because it's a hologram, each individual piece that you create has all the information of the original whole. And so, if because it seems that we do live in a holographic reality, that as consciousness divides itself up, first, you know, there were a hundred million people on this planet, to a billion, to six, to an almost seven billion people, mm -hmm. Within each, within each mind, within each consciousness, still resides all the information that, that was in the original whole. And we all are interconnected. We see evidence of this, that the, the consciousness, you know, why is it that, you know, at the same time in the United States, someone created the, the telephone as, some, as the same as someone in Britain? You know, these types of things, we, we, you know, why do monkeys in Africa discover how to use, you know, sticks as tools and then... Boom, across in Asia, monkeys there, all of a sudden they're doing it as well. We're all interconnected. Um, and so what I talk about, and we're not even going to get scratch the surface really, is that because of this quantum interconnection, this is why people who can wield extrasensory perception are able to access information from other people about other people and distant locations because we're all interconnected. Um, and if you if you really want more, you have to you have to look into the Rational Psychic: A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. There's information and detail and research information that will explain the nature of extrasensory perception like no other book psychic book has. It talks about why it's real, how it works, you know, um, what is unique about the psychic personality, and how people are groomed and conditioned to be extrasensory. I talk about why all people are extrasensory, and but you know maybe not all become psychic. What the difference is between being extrasensory and actually being psychic? We didn't even scratch the surface. I'm sorry to say. Sorry to say. This so is such a well, so Jack. As I told you during the commercial break, you're going to have to come back on, and well, you've got to continue this very interesting conversation. Until then, my friend, yeah. I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you. Continued success, and we look forward to the next time you join us here in the X Zone. Exonation Jack Rourke has been my guest this hour, www.jackrourke.net. He's the author of The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell, from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Six and a half minutes past the hour. We'll be back. <laughs> 